He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Hey there and hello and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your Graham Kerr Galloping Gourmet, hostess with the mostest Munoz. And as always, sitting next to me is my Julia Child, my best gal pal, Marie. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Today we're going to make a tuna soup. No, I don't know. <laughs> All of a sudden she became... Like a Muppet. <laughs> well, she was a Muppet. She, she was. was. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to Julia Julia. I know. It was. Oh, she was the best. She was the best. You know what she wasn't, though? What? Gay. No, she wasn't. She had a lovely husband that supported her. She did. Her um, dreams. But she is a queer icon. Yes. She is a queer yes, icon. Yes, that is true. You know? Because she can entertain. She taught us how to entertain. She taught us how to entertain. She taught us how to be fabulous. She was a little masculine, Uh believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Very. um, And (laughs) like a linebacker. Yeah, she was. Beautiful. (laughs) Right? And I mean, she was funny in her own way, even though she wasn't trying to be. Mm -hmm. The way she used to smack that dough with that. Uh, have you ever seen that? That yeah, smack like, in the down, bam, 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 with that big yeah. mallet. I used to come home from from Sunday school and watch Julia Child on like PBS and oh be God. like, "Who is this? What is she making?" And she would always make these like super complex things, obviously, but make it in an easy way to follow. And I used to watch the Galloping Gourmet with my mother if I was like homesick from school. Uh huh. And she had to like randomly stay home with me because my mom worked all the time. I was mm-hmm. a latchkey kid yeah um but uh, so you fake sick all the time so she'd stay home with you (laughs) yeah pretty much galloping gourmet graham kerr also not gay um did you ever watch that Mm -mm. no it was kind of it was this really fun really campy um old cooking show Uh and it kind of started like the late night talk shows did he'd like sit at sit at his bar and have a drink and he'd tell these jokes but they were all like kind of food related he'd have like an opening speech and then He'd go into the kitchen and make this food, but it would all be like really, really funny. And so, yeah, another old gay icon, hmm. you know. And I mean, uh, appropriate, I guess, indirectly, <laughs> like you know, adjacent to yeah. to this, our final, our grand finale of our Pride episode. Our Pride episode. So all month long, we've been celebrating LGBTQ. Uh, people in the food industry and hospitality, lifting them up, telling stories, asking them what um, what pride means to them, and what uh, what their coming out stories. Yeah, are. what their coming out stories are. I mean, we've had some really amazing guests on. Yeah, so we were digging so deep. We were like, okay, we have to really bring it for the grand finale of this. Um, and then it occurred to us that one of the most famous people in food. Is a homosexual. Is a homosexual. Well, was a homosexual. Was. We would have him here today if he wasn't dead. dead. (laughs) So therefore, (laughs) he cannot pick up the phone. He can't pick up the phone. (laughs) It would be amazing if he was here. Guys, death is not funny. (sighs) No, it's not. (laughs) It ruins podcasts. I know. (laughs) I know. Yikes. No, but so for our our grand finale of our Pride series... Ladies and gentlemen, we are dedicating this entire episode to 
James Beard. No, wait. <laughs> He's not the president. <laughs> He's not the, well, he could have been. <laughs> no, not back then. Not back then. No, not as not a homosexual. No, that's true. No. But so, so, yeah. So I didn't know James Beard was gay. I didn't know James Beard was gay. Yeah. Are we outing James Beard on this podcast? I think uh, we are. Because <laughs> he certainly didn't talk about it openly to the public he definitely he would talk about it. his friends knew he was gay yeah um and then i guess in uh pr- pr- events and you know press events and stuff that he did always have a woman by his side it, well you had to back then i mean think about it um beard briefly attended reed college in portland oregon and he was expelled for being homosexual in 1922. He was? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so back in the day... Um, yeah, and in the not, 20s. In geez. the 20s, but um, up until not that long ago, homosexuality was listed in um, the book of mental health disorders. And so you would be put into a mental institution if people know you knew you were gay. Like, put up in a straitjacket or shocked to right. death or... Or, or sterilized whatnot. or, yeah. you know... All of that. Wow. And so he was expelled. And then he went to um, school for musical theater. (laughs) (laughs) He did? Well, he joined a theatrical group and then studied voice and theater. No, studied voice and theater abroad until 1927, until he returned to the United States. Whoa. Yeah. So he was like, I'll show you Reed College or whatever. Anything goes <laughs> in olden days. How Coyam's stalking was looked on as something shocking, but now God knows. Wow. <laughs> you know, he and Cole Porter just <laughs> tap dancing and sucking. No, well. <laughs> wow. Well, his legacy lives on in, in over, I think, 20 cookbooks um, and other writings, and of course, his foundation. Uh, the annual James Beard Awards. I mean, which are huge. If you are yeah. honored with, like a James Beard Award, you're you like, are like you're the, the it. it. Yeah. you're it. You're, you're the it. shit. You're it. That's it. You can charge like four hundred dollars a plate because you won a James Beard Award. Yeah. Do they give James Beard Awards to podcasts? <gasps> um, I think they've started Ooh. actually. Do they? Though? Let me. Let me. You know what? Dig into that internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling, hold on, I'm pulling it right up. (laughs) Agnes, what can you find on that old uh, uh, typewriter of yours? Hold on. No, (laughs) Uh, no, but really, James, James Beard for podcasts. Let's look it up. Okay. What'd you find? Um, They have media awards. Oh, my God. If you're listening, give us an award. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Huh. Wow. Yeah, they have, like, cookbook awards and broadcast media awards for documentaries, online video, online video, outstanding personality, Marcus Samuelson for No Passport Required. Mm. Look at that. Podcast, Copper and Heat. Copper and Heat, Be a Girl. Uh, airs on Copper and Heat, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Look at that. Well, look at that. Shout out to the Copper and Heat podcast for winning the James Beard Award. We'll take it from you next year. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I wonder if we can get a James Beard Award because we talk so much about like... Semen. And penis and buttholes and vaginas. 
You know what? I think James Beard would love our podcast. I think I, I hear he was, um, you know, he was pretty like not crass. What's the word? Um, outgoing. <laughs> what am I? What would you call me? Um, <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> like, you know, you love a dirty joke. Yes. You know? Yeah. So a dirty bird. Maybe. A dirty bird. A secret yeah, dirty bird? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Well, I thought it interesting. In 1905, so he was born in 1903. Old, oh, he was an old man. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> 1903, his first memory of food was when he was two years old. This is how old he was. So 1905, when he attended uh, the Lewis and Clark Exposition, Okay. his first memory of food was watching them make Triscuits, like shredded wheat crackers. Wow. Also, I didn't know uh, Triscuits are that old. Wow. I mean, they're almost as old as you are. No, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> It always amazes me on, um, what is that, the Great British Baking Show? Yeah. When they ask them to make things like Triscuits and biscuits, like those oh, dry. Oh, I love And they that. look for the hard crack. Oh, oh, I love that. Yeah, personally, I like a hairy crack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm like failing on all the uh, all the sounds today. That, you know that's all right because uh, anything I pull up on YouTube is going to be like gay pride centric. You know, a little like we are family. <laughs> I am a living stereotype, and I no <laughs> no. <laughs> As she winks and it's like yeah, he's naked her. with glitter on right now, but it's fine. Yeah, it's pride. It's pride. Happy pride, James Beard. <laughs> Hopefully you're not rolling in your grave from this podcast. <laughs> um, apparently he was really great friends with uh, Julia Child, mm-hmm. and um, she is quoted as saying, through the years, he gradually became not only the leading culinary figure in the country, but the dean of American cuisine. Oh. oh isn't that funny? I love that. Yeah. Well, did you know that he, uh, like us, loved catering? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of how he started. So Beard moved to New York City to make it on the Great White Way mm-hmm. in 1937. Yes. Him, when- him and Zazu Pitts. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> right over my head. <laughs> Please Google Zazu Pitts. <laughs> um, in 1937, mm-hmm. he was sadly unlucky in theater. Um, so he and a friend, um, Bill Rhodes, capitalized on the cocktail party craze. Wow. The big, you know, in the yeah. 1930s, the cocktail party craze, and they opened uh, hors d'oeuvre, Inc., a catering company. <gasps> I bet we crazy. would have catered for him. Oh, we, I think we did at some point. <laughs> That's true. Go, we are I that old. To, I have to go back on my resume someplace. I think, <laughs> you know, I think it was French service only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I did not lick the rolls before I served them to the guests. I did not lick the rolls before I oh served them. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you ever? You know. Mm-mm. But this led to his very first cookbook in 1940 called Hors d'oeuvres, Hors d'oeuvres and Canapes, a compilation of his catering recipes. That's crazy. That would be such a fun cocktail party idea to just serve canapes by James Beard. Oh, ooh. ooh, look at me. A little like crab rangoon. Oh, I bet. Mm. Ooh, souffle. Like little souffles. Oh, he loves souffles. souffles. Oh, oh yes. Yes, um, girl. Related to this, but not necessarily mm-hmm. about James Beard. Um, when we were looking <laughs> um, 
just all this information up about James Beard and him being gay. There's this really interesting article, and I highly suggest you look it up. Um, if you're into food and, like, gay culture, and, I mean, it is pride. We have a week left, honey. Um, <laughs> or, like, at least half a week left. Slate.com has this article called The Joy of um, Gay Cooking, The Gay Party's Over. And the oh. whole thing the whole thing talks about, like, in the 70s when women really were, like, in the workforce and not at home to cook, the people that were cooking... Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what made me think about this right now. Uh, the people that were cooking were gay men because gay men were often relating to each other um, at cocktail parties, like in each other's homes. So they were the ones at the oh, forefront of this cooking. What? Yes. That makes complete sense. Yes. Huh. Right? And then there's um, this book out called The Joy of Gay Cooking. Oh, that's um, neat. Yeah, right? Look, gay men have a history of home entertaining, mm. dating back to at least the 1950s when socializing among their kind was safer behind closed doors. The only place where they could be themselves and let their hair down or wear that wig, that would be me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, many of them first discovered their interest in fine foods during that time they served in the military and traveled the world, getting a chance to taste the foods of France, Italy, and later Korea and Vietnam. Um, though the dinner party is no longer necessarily the the locus of gay culture, there remains documents from the period that demonstrate how crucial it once was. Wow. Yeah. And this funny book aptly titled The Gay Cookbook, published in 1965. That was four years before Stonewall. Mm. Yeah, look at that. You know, it was like... um, The book offers a glimpse into a nearly forgotten coded gay world of camp. Um, all rights reserved, Mary, playfully sexual illusions, be more selective in the meat that you bring home. Another thing to do would be to beat it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> risque, oh, that's a joke. <laughs> and, and, and risque double entendres, like what to do with that tired old fish? It's the question I ask about you all the time. Oh, sh- shut up. <laughs> So this is what made me, you'd like kind of stirred that memory yeah. in my mind from this. This article is really, really great. And it's not that long. So I highly Where's it from again? It. Slate.com. Slate.com. Yeah, it's from, I, I mean, it's a little old. It's from 2015. But I think it's it's really well written. Hmm. Hmm. Feels like I could have written it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, back to history. Yes. Because of the food rationings in World War II, yeah. uh, his catering business failed. <laughs> oh. I guess he had to stop that. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I guess not enough food. Yeah, no. stop, uh, stop passing the jello molds yes, I can, or I whatever. Can, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Could you laughs> Is imagine? that a can of bang? <laughs> a full jello mold uh, just, passing around? <laughs> you just take a little slice out. <laughs> it, it would be melted in like I know. seconds. <laughs> Have you ever made a Jello mold? Uh, Jello shots. That's no. the only mold I've made with Jello. Yeah, when I did Big Gay Thanksgiving one year, I did my Big Gay Sixties Thanksgiving, and I made Sixties. Yeah, my Big Gay Sixties housewife Thanksgiving, and I made Jello what? molds, and I made aspics, which are savory Jello molds. Whoa! Yeah. I didn't know you had that theme. Yeah. Oh, girl. There was like punch. It was very Mad Men. <laughs> what were the other themes? Uh, my big Chinese takeout Thanksgiving. Yes. That was my favorite. That sounded amazing. Yeah. General Sal's turkey. Yeah. General Sal's turkey. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm starving. Jesus. I bet you James Beard would be into some General Sal's turkey. Turkey. Yeah. 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 Big gay Thanksgiving. Hello. Hello. Yes. Mm. We'd make him cook. (laughs) (laughs) 
Get your ass in the kitchen, Get James. But what I'm trying to connect is how James Beard then got on television. Because it definitely seems like, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> it just happened overnight. <laughs> he mean, went from a failed catering, failed theater career to a failed catering career. But then he had his book. I think that it's because of the, his books. Yeah, his books. And then in 1955, he established the James Beard Cooking School. You know, mm. he continued to teach cooking to men and women for the next 30 years, both at his own school in New York City and Seaside, Oregon, which is beautiful, by the way, if you've never been. I've never been to Seaside, it's, Oregon. It's, and it's this little When did you show. go? I opened a theater there back in 1917. <laughs> it was me, a very young Kate Hepburn, <laughs> and the fetus of Liza Minnelli. <laughs> the fetus? No, why no? Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but I did open a theater back wow. in the Wow. Yeah. In Oregon. Yeah. In things CISA. I don't know about you. Yeah. yeah uh, we're learning things every day, <laughs> you know? Well, before... It's pride. It's pride. <laughs> but before that, uh, between 1946 to, to August 1946 to May 1947, he hosted I Love to Eat, a live television cooking show on NBC. Apparently, uh, Beard had the first cooking show on television. Oh. Look at that. And, I, and, she, and he paved the way for Julia Childs. Yes, and Rachel Ray. Uh, <laughs> thanks, James. Or Jim. He went by Jim. Jim. Jimmy Jim. Boy. Thanks, Jim. Jimmy Dean. <laughs> Jimbo. Hey, Jimmy Joe Bob. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think he'd be like, excuse me, please. He like, can, he's can like you, rolling around in his grave right now. Please stop. <laughs> Yeah, apparently his cooking show, he brought a French cooking to the American middle and upper classes during the 1950s. Look at that. Mm. Look at that. The more you know. Hmm. You know, um, listen, folks out there in podcast land, when I was talking to Marie about um, who we should have on our final episode here, we went through a ton of people, a ton of people, a ton of people said yes and then couldn't make the appointment. <laughs> Maybe there was a technical difficulty somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and then we, uh, Marie says to me, Michael, we need to do an episode like about somebody big, fabulous, and gay, like, like the gay Martha Stewart. And I go, Well, we've already done an episode about me. <laughs> so there's really nobody else out there like, that's really doing uh, this for the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, through the magic and wonders of Google, <laughs> here we are. Here James, we are. At James Beard, the father. The of father of, of... The dean yeah. of American cooking. Yeah, of, of food TV. I think he'd give us detention. Okay. <laughs> I like you guys. <laughs> you guys, I think he'd be like, um, you have to clean the lockers and do 20 laps <laughs> around the... Uh, you didn't know that? Around the, the gym. Dum -dums? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd definitely be in detention. But really, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean... It kind of definitely checks checks off the. I mean, it definitely makes sense and, and that he would also, be listen, a homosexual. It um it also f continues to foster the fact that gay people, LGBTQ people, decide what you wear, what you eat, mm -hmm. what you drive, mm -hmm. and basically what you do. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We control the world. Thank you. Yes. Happy, happy Pride. <laughs> And with that, I think now is a great time for Food News Update!
woman opens a package of sausage, sees terrifying meat face staring back at her. <gasps> what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What? She opened a package of sausage and there was a guy? Yeah, there's just like a, a, face, a face in the on meat. The so- not like a real face, like not like Hannibal Lecter face. <laughs> you know? The sausage had teeth. <laughs> no. Um, according to the Swindon ad- Advertiser, and this is from Vice.com, Fran Webster threw a 20-pack of Aldi sausages into her shopping cart and probably assumed that she wouldn't open it up and see a smiling sausage face staring back at her. But that's pretty much what happened. And she seems to regard these cursed byproducts with both fear and reference. I'd like to give the person who did it a high five. It's amazing, she said. But it does make you worry about eating the sausage that were in the packet. And there's like a, sa- Wait, there's like a sausage happy face. Oh, my God. But why is it white? <laughs> that is the whitest sausage. No, patty or like brats? Brats? Brats. I don't know. I don't know. That is not... So <laughs> she stared into its heavily processed eyes, smelled it, and she said, it smells like meat, <laughs> and then wrapped it in foil and put it in the freezer. <laughs> the kids wanted to eat it, but I was a bit concerned about the fact that the workers have been able to do that. That's worrying. <laughs> they yeah. just put a face in it, and then they were like, happy pride. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's it. Um, Aldi is concerned as well. We apologize to Mrs. Webster or Ms. Webster, and have offered her a refund uh, refund on this product. We are currently speaking to our supplier to understand how this could have happened. How dare you spread joy through your meat? (laughs) (laughs) That's what people say to you all the time. I know. How dare you try to spread joy through my meat? (laughs) Yeah. Your meat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. Chipotle dropped the Rainbow Pride merch and proceeds benefit the Trevor Project. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The Trevor Project is really great. Yeah. So tell us about the Trevor Project. Oh, my God. So the Trevor Project does great things and saves lives. Um, the Trevor Project is the leading national organization providing c- crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning LGBTQU LGBTQ young people under 25. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you need help, you can call the Trevor Project if you're listening to us huh. randomly. Yeah. Um, at 1-866-488-7386. Nice. These people are saving lives and doing great, great things. So I'm, I'm here for that. Okay. I'm here for that. Well, I have to apologize. This isn't really new news because it Chipotle actually dropped this merch at the beginning of Pride Month, which I think is great. So all month long, they've been having, they've been selling this, you know, Pride merch. Yeah. Um, but I brought it up because I've been seeing so many rainbows on every Every store, Steve Madden, you buy some shoes nowadays and it's, it's a rainbow bag. You see Starbucks has um, rainbow cups. Uh, what else? Uh, Everyone. Disney. Everyone. Yeah, everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Disney you walk just, around. Disney just had their first pride parade ever. They did? Yeah. And they won't even let you on their grounds. Uh, well, the reformed yeah, the horde. Yeah, the reformed horde. They'll have, yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's but, a whole other story. Um, but yes, they banned us from yes. Disney. Uh, <laughs> I'm still angry about no, it. No, but, um, and you also may have seen, those of you that follow my personal Instagram, uh-huh. um, that I've been promoting some companies as of late. Yeah, um, you've been partnering with other uh, brands. Fresh & Co., uh-huh. La Cologne, just to That's drop so a few cool. names. Yeah, the, and they've reached out, and it was definitely a sponsored deal, right? I uh-huh. got a little something for my post. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I was telling Marie, and I'm going to tell you all, that one of the first things that I would always ask, um, or I would always say is, I'm very honored to receive this, but I would like to know what the company is doing to either give back to our community mm. or diversify and help, um, like... Is there, are there mental health services for those that are like transitioning and questioning within the company? Mm -hmm. What are you doing for diversity within your company? Because if you're not, if you're just slapping a rainbow on it, you're to not sell more merch. Yeah, I'm not no, really no. doing like you're yeah. not really doing much of anything, and I can't really support you. Right. TGI Fridays. And um, oh, <laughs> TGI Fridays. Did you just say TGI Fridays? No, I didn't say that. Oops. <laughs> Ooh, shade. I love it. I don't know. I actually don't know what they do. Yeah. But I asked and I didn't get an email back. Uh, That's the truth. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if I, uh, I, I want your rainbow shot. Yeah. So. Great. You know, yeah. um, but it, it is important. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we can't, it's called pride baiting. Right. You know, oh, okay. throw a rainbow on it and. Right. Sell more things. Sell more the, things because yeah. it's pride. And right. then, you know, cis straight people love um mm. like some people just love rainbows and unicorns so i want a rainbow and then right you know everyone's yeah, jumping on the bandwagon we just can't have that happen but kudos to to chipotle to chipotle um yeah. fresh and co is giving back um they have two rainbow menu items a sandwich and a uh, salad and they give 20 percent of their proceeds Whoa. go back to um new york city pride uh la colombe that i paired with is doing uh when Pulse happened mm -hmm. last year, they mm -hmm. um, donated a large amount of money to um, anti-gun violence um, project. And then this year, um, they're featuring uh, Todd Schneider's. Todd Schneider's is an artist, um, mm -hmm. a designer. Um, a sketch of Stonewall on their cup. Oh, that's cool. Um, and they're donating a large um, some money to the National Parks Foundation, which take care of our national monuments, i.e. Stonewall. Mm. You know, that one's a little bit more like lgbtq adjacent but like it's these things that keep our right, things right. like you know you're you're doing something right. to like diversify and help and give back to the community well i am not for this one piece of merch uh that chipotle is selling a t-shirt with a rainbow burrito on it that says homo estas oh um huh yeah i don't know I don't about know, that i don't know about that one uh chipotle um What's the translation? Uh, homo z e homo. What's a? Are you? Are you? Homo are you homo? Estas? Are you gay? Homo estas. It doesn't even really make sense, right? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a play on words, but I don't know. Oh, I, I don't. Yes. I don't. I don't okay. just don't know if I like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, or are we just being too sensitive in this world where everything is? Well, we are very sensitive. You know, I don't know. I just, I it just know. caught my eye of like, hmm. Uh, yeah, to those brands. But the play on word. Okay, yes. that that's funny. Yeah, I guess. I don't. Mm, I don't know. To the brands out there, they're still doing good work. Yes. You know? Yes. To the brands out there doing great work, thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't just be for this month. It should be all year round. Yes. Hello. Mm -hmm. Equity, diversion, inclusion. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, and yes. And mm -hmm. to those of you just slapping a rainbow on it. Go you fuck yourselves. <laughs> Midnight Sun Brewing unveils Stonewall Riot Tangerine Wheat Ale. You can drink. You can drink. You can drink a, a riot in a in a beer. Uh, yeah, you could drink a, a gay liberation in a beer. No, I um, <laughs> I found this. See, this makes me feel uncomfortable a little bit. But are they donating? Well, that um, would be my big question. So this whole thing is happening in Alaska, and uh, I like the way this article. 
starts out um, from the Anchorage Press. Um, I probably don't have to tell you a whole lot about Alaska's LGBTQ community and Pride Month. Mm. You know, because I'm um, apparently it's a big deal. Huh? You wouldn't think so. No. But apparently it's a big deal. In Alaska. Mm-hmm. In Alaska? It hasn't reached us in New York. No, I, guess, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe Russia, because they can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the whole thing about Midnight, uh, Midnight Sun's beer, um, they've gotten a bunch of other brewing companies like, mm-hmm. in on it, and they're donating back to... Um, Midnight Sun's been a Rainbow Run supporter for the last uh, four or five years. We've helped raise funds for identity anchorage as part of this Hmm. so um they're like talking about like donating giving back and giving it back locally to something that's very a state that's very republican and very like then that's good and very this is what attracted me to this because right you wouldn't think that pride and anchorage is no a very big thing right if anything it's going to be like a god hates Gays, sort of. And they're probably using beer to try to get people to come together on this and then mm-hmm. educate them. Yeah, and they're like kind of like connecting through with all the breweries throughout I, um, Alaska. Then yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great food news update. Yeah, I loved that. You know, <laughs> uh, the, sp- uh, the Stonewall Riot is a tangerine wheat ale, a light, a delicately spiced citrusy brew that's designed to be quenching and quaffable. Quaff- yeah. qu- qu- quaffable. Quaffable. Quaffable, yeah. <laughs> Queefable. Queefable. <laughs> well, you know what? Thanks, Midnight um, Midnight Run Beer, for your Stonewall Riot. Yeah. You know? I felt like we needed to, like, to end with like a food-based I news agree. update. I think that's know? beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Thank I think you. That's the end of Food News Update. Pride Edition. <laughs> Pride Edition. Oh my God! Where would we be without James Beard? Probably not here. Probably not eating. What are we eating? Nothing. We are, <laughs> we're, we're, we're drinking a lacroix. A lacroix, lacroix, mm. lacroix. <laughs> a, a lacroix pamplemousse. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> whatever happened to that um, pesticides in lacroix? Um, like I still think it's there. Am I boring you? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just fell asleep real quick. <laughs> no, I do think that it was there. And I think that um, they, again, recently apologized or something. I mean, honestly, it was like the tiny, tiniest little p- pesticide or they're like pesticides and everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't right. worry about it. Yeah. Just drink your sure. bubbly water. Bubbly water. And, and white d- people oh, are deal. like, you can't take our no, deal. <laughs> deal with the cancer bubbly later, right? Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Something like that. Well, in our um, search for gay, fabulous people in food... Mm-hmm. Um, we found this very interesting article um, from BuzzFeed, although it's a couple years ago, but um, the, all these people are still alive and well and doing really, really fabulous things. Um, 11 out and proud LGBT leaders of the food industry. Ooh. Yes. Um, and you all should come on the pod. Is what I'm saying. Yes, every single one of you. Well, um, Jake Cohen, I think, is one of them. He's in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we'll get to him. The first one is Kristen Kish. Hmm. Yeah, she's stunning. Um, she's a cook, author of Kristen Kish cooking recipes and techniques. Mm. Yeah, isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a cook. 
Um, and she's an influencer in the food world. Outside of partnering and supporting LGBTQ organizations, the best thing I can do is be openly me, not just being gay, but all aspects that continue to show that we can all be unapologetically and gracefully ourselves while being empathetic and supportive of everyone doing wonderfully positive things for our communities and beyond. Love it! Yes. And then there's the stunning Hannah Hart. Yes. She's the author and creator of My Drunk Kitchen. Yeah, she's hot. Oh! I didn't know she was family. Oh! We are a family. Um... So yeah, a friend of mine. I guess she just she just filmed maybe a new uh, Food Network show because a friend of mine worked yeah. on it, and he wrote to me and was like, "She reminds me of you. You should have your own show." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I dove into stalking this bitch. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> hey, bitch! I use that as a as a complimentary term. Okay, you're um, feminist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Hannah Hart, she is so funny. She's so cool. She's so hot. Yeah. Um, I love this quote from her, food transcends all barriers. I'm so grateful to work in the food space because it allows me to enter into people's lives, people who might prote- protest against the LGBTQ community. Um, they say the way to the heart is through the stomach. Mm. Oh, look at the cute Nick Sharma. Nick Sharma is a food writer, founder of A Brown Table, and featured columnist at, San- at the San Francisco Crew. Mm. You know, love I that. Love that. Okay, I love that. Uh, we got Zach Young, whom I know. You know Zach Young? Yes, I know Zach what? Young. Yeah, I'm, I tried to get him on the pod. Ah, I think he's too. He's big. a pas- pastry director. He's a pastry a- chef, and he also he's the one who made the pie caking that comes out every year on Thanksgiving. It's a pie and a, oh, it's a pie and a, pie a cake. And a cake? And Ooh. it's like three layers. It's a pie and a cake and a cake. It's like a pumpkin oh, pie and shit. An, an apple pie and a carrot cake or oh. something like that. Or apple spice cake or something oh, like that. Oh, shit. It's delicious. I told you, juniors, I got the pump, the yeah, the yeah pumpkin cheesecake pie. Yeah. And it was a layer of cheesecake with the layer of pumpkin pie. That's I'm amazing. all about the layers. Okay. Yeah, he's always on Food Network now. So he oh. may be too fancy for us. Oh, come on. Come on, Zach Young. You know we have a good time. <laughs> And you're and you're so cute. You're like really cute. So cute. So cute. Anita Lowe. Anita Lowe, how are you? Um, she's the owner and executive chef of Anissa and author of Cooking Without Borders. Mm-hmm. I love Miss Elizabeth Faulkner as well. She's hmm. a chef, artist, and author of cookbooks, including Elizabeth Faulkner's Demolition Desserts and Recipes from Citizen Cake. <sighs> These are fabulous. We are celebrating. No, I know, I know. It's wow, just a little wow. boring. Wait, wait a sec. Wait, wait a. Wait no, a no, 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 no. During sorry. five months. <laughs> wow, Marie. Wow. Here we are saying that we're supposed to be lifting up fabulous LGBTQ, and you're like, these people are boring. No, just the reading of this website, I think, is a little boring. I no, know. it's be, it's. But it's I nice. just kind of wanted to shout all these people out. No, shout them out. Shout them out. Preeti a mystery, who's also this like <laughs> chef and co-owner of Navi Kitchen, um, who doesn't plan. She goes, I don't plan to stop being myself, and I will continue to be an, uh, as outspoken as I want on political issues while raising up people who have been put down or oppressed. <gasps> oh my God, Julia uh, Tertian mm. or Susan Feniger? Feniger, you know her? No, <laughs> no, no. All right, well. Hmm. All right, she's amazing. 
There's our favorite Jake Cohen. Oh, Jake Cohen. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. Follow him. He was too busy to be on the pod, but he, he did was. write back. He did write back. Which, he, that's huge. He was moving this week. So um, uh, we hope you uh, have, have a, a great, safe tr- uh, move travels. Safe move <laughs> to wherever you're going with you and your man. Oh, is and, that what? Ooh, yeah, no, they weren't moving. I think they already lived together. I don't um, know. I, I stalk them. Mm. I stand on Instagram. Yeah. If you follow follow Jake Cohen on Instagram. He's my God. so cute. He's so cute so with the cute. food yeah. he posts and Dro- he makes. Yeah, His charcuterie boards don't oh even get God. me started. Yes. And, I had trouble uh, with my witness and I just I have to just look at his food pictures oh and that God. what gets me wet yeah it's it's good you know what I, he may he may need to uh, dr- slide into my dms a video or three. Oh yeah. wow yeah. have of, you had any pride lovers of yet? his charcuterie boy yeah yeah uh pride lovers not yet really not yet it's been it's because um mm-hmm. i've been very blessed and very fortunate to um you know, my little Instagram and my mm-hmm. almost 4,000 followers. Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know. I'm, it's, it's there. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but it happened. and That's awesome. I'm getting invited to all these things. And so it's been event after event. And so you have to be kind of... Is know, that your goal? You want to be an Instagram influencer? Um, no, but I think yes and no in the sense of mm-hmm. I think it's going to lead into me being that gay Martha Stewart television Ooh. like I well want, now that I James wanna, Beard is gone yeah, there's you gotta the pay the new galloping way. gourmet yes you know? I need to be the new Graham Kerr guys you do need to go to Michael's Instagram uh, because he's been posting these cooking videos that are absolutely fabulous mm-hmm. those are those are great your chicken yeah. casserole oh that thing, buffalo that chicken ranch so casserole delicious oh my god I have to, uh, we have to shout out Zach Klaus, uh, my uh, videographer yes. and editor, because yes. he's brilliant. Yeah, that right. video was made me so hungry. It's so good. And it looked like such an easy recipe, too. Yeah, it is. Mm. There's a lot of things. It's one of those like BuzzFeed dump in a bowl videos, but it's really cute. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> the dump last, it. Yes. The last one on this list, because I don't think it would be fair if we like stopped, stop the list. Your partner at the last said it was boring. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, is. <laughs> Is Michael Twitty, um, and he's a culinary historian and author of The Cooking Gene, a journey through African-American culinary history in the Old South and the food blog, food blog Afro Culinaria. I tried to get him on the pod because ah. I thought he would be so interesting, mm-hmm. especially because we talked about like the Southern cooking, that episode and plantations oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Re- oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Come on, hmm. the pod, Michael Twitty. Well, a future guest that we're going to be having next month, hopefully, is um, a comedian that uh, friends of friends of mine are with. Uh, he does gay bars of the past, yeah. and um, he actually does a tour of it in New York City. And so he's kind of a comedian slash historian, and he really wants to be on the pod. He just couldn't do it this week. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, Get ready for some really incredible episodes, we've, guys. We've invited everybody on the pod for this last week, and everyone said yes, but not this <laughs> not week. Not this week. So we're going to have a really interesting lineup of people for you eventually. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this has been a really, really great Pride Month for sure. Uh, I thought it was really awesome of you to suggest this idea to you know lift up these LGBTQ <laughs> folks. Um, all month long, uh, I do think again, like we should be doing it more often. Like yeah. you said, like keep it going, keep it going, keep Why, it going. I, I'm proud. I'm proud all year. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like Black History Month. Like, yeah. Why is it just one month? Everyone, yeah. there's still uh, people are black all year. Right. You know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like 
Well, the biggest thing that I think that, um, and I've actually had some friends of uh, ours tell me that they didn't know this listening to our podcast is what you said, and I didn't know this, was that um, the Pride Parade is really a protest march. It's a march. It's, it's a march. Been, it's always and it's always march. been. It's but always. I've never I've never known that. And I've mm-hmm. had been I've had some people email me of like, I didn't know that. Like actually I really want to go this year and march. Yeah, um march. because sometimes us heterosexuals, and I brought it up to Jeremy the other day of like, what are we doing for pride? I really want to go this year. And he, and he was like, You can come, definitely. Let's do this. Um, but you know, I do worry, like, am I invited? And yes, I am. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. As an as an ally. Yeah, uh, you are invited. Um, message to all the our straight allies out there. Yeah, come, come celebrate. Right, um, but don't make but, it a, a. But it's not about you. Yeah, it's not about a, you. That's B, the big thing, right? B, we're not. Uh, you're not at the circus, right? right? So, like, right. Um, although you see a fun drag queen or or naked people, or because Pride celebrates all different kinds of diversity within our community and mm-hmm. all all sorts of like people letting their um freak flags fly mm-hmm. essentially and so it's not the circus so you know ask before you take that sneak that picture of the drag queen maybe she's just not in the mood mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. ask like we are not the circus we are not to be gawked at we are not right. like right you know this is this message of love that we're promoting and inclusion that we're promoting mm-hmm. yes it, it it's all under the guise of this big fabulous party and all these brands are on board and so on and so forth but you have to still Remember mm-hmm. that trans people were just banned from the military. That right. um, I could still be fired for being homosexual in something like twenty-two states, <laughs> right? right? Fired from my job, right? And lose for my health gay. insurance, yeah, for right. being gay. You know, um, our rights are being like questioned at every turn of like the right. corner right. here. So this is what this is. This is a message of love. This is a message of inclusion. This is what Harvey Milk said. Uh, was wanting from the get-go to come out of the closets and let let people know you exist. Because so, if they know you exist and they meet you, right, then they're less um, apt to, like, hate you and discriminate against you. Right. You know? Yeah, a little teary-eyed. Yeah. So, hmm. you know, it's, once again, what pride means to me. I wonder what James Beard would say pride meant to him. Right. You know? Hmm. Well, it's interesting, too, because, uh, you know, his friends knew that he was gay, um, but he never really publicly came out about it. And I wonder, I mean, I'm sure it's just because of that time too, of just persecution and yes, how, how yeah, things were way different. Yes. Um, uh, I was at an event for, um, council member Corey Johnson, um, last night and he's an, um, out gay man on the New York city, caucus mm-hmm. um and he's like head of the caucus and he's also hiv positive out it's a big deal right mm-hmm. and um they were honoring all these other people um because we had the first um elected gay official in brooklyn um two in queens mm-hmm. and they brought up um i'm blanking on his name net right now and i just shut off my computer uh <laughs> randy his name is randy he's the guy mm-hmm. who started um the sip in at, right, right, at, right. Um, Julius. Yeah, Julius. Because um, Cliff notes it was illegal to serve anybody you suspected to be gay. Right. And um, so one day Randy went into Julius' bar with a bunch of friends and said, nope. I'm, I'm a homosexual and mm-hmm. you need to serve me. Mm-hmm. And they stayed They stayed there till they were mm-hmm. served and whatever. It was a lawsuit and they struck that law off the books. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, when Randy got up there, right? I hope it's Randy. Oh my God, I know my history. Um, I'm pretty. Well, sure tune into that. episode, oh, you know, one. yeah, um, of the Pride series. Yes. Yeah. Um, he got up there and he explained that in Texas, he went to school in Texas, and he was outed because he was like this activist. Ah. Right, and then like he was outed and like kind of flew under the wire. Because when you're outed in Texas, mm. um, they made you take a lie detector um, test oh, back in yeah. the day to prove that you weren't or you got thrown into like a mental institution or something. Or like God, it was on your record that you were like homosexual. Uh-huh. And, he wa- and he realized he couldn't be a lawyer because he was homosexual. And he realized he couldn't be in politics because he was so homosexual. And so he like did these things underground, mm. right? And mm-hmm. it was because of him, right? And they handed him this huge proclamation. It was very beautiful. It was oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. You guys see that? Yeah, it was incredible to see. It's incredible to see. They honored the event was just honoring all these people doing great mm-hmm. things um, for their community, like activists, hmm. um, like House of Extravaganza, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the houses, the ballroom houses. If y'all watch Pose on FX, mm-hmm. you'll learn about the. And these and their like community outreach for over forty years and helping um, queer people of color like ju- like teens off the streets into these houses and giving them a space to like live and like they're yeah. just and they were just normal people they mm-hmm. still are normal people mm-hmm. they're not like some major organization non for profit right right it's right. just this just like normal. it was out of necessity and mm-hmm. creating a family that like right you know creating a family situation. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, everybody, um, if you're in New York, you can go check out the Beard House, James Beard. So I think it is a historic Mm -hmm. monument nowadays, um, thanks to Julie Child. Um, At the James Beard House here in New York, they have all types of events. Um, And then I thought this one looked so cool. Uh, Let's see. It's the Beard Pride series that they're doing. Queer Soup Night Cocktail (laughs) Party. On Monday, July 29th. But uh, July 29th, oh. 2019. Yeah, Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's. I mean, it's in the future. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's it's after Pride Month, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe there were just so, because it's World Pride, maybe there were just so many events that they couldn't fit one in. Yeah. And they actually wanted people to come. Mm -hmm. So I could see why they would do that, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. But a Beard Pride series? Hello. Yeah, they did That's one last great. year, too, in conjunction with, like, Jari Magazine and I think Queer Soup Night, too, on the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so cool. Um, you know what, folks? Be safe out there if you're coming to World Pride, where the city's um, expecting a six of influx of over six million people. Wow. Right? It's going to be bigger than New Year's. Um, it's going to be insane. Insane. Yeah. I may be on a boat. <gasps> oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I may be on a boat. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but... What's the story? Um, it's this boat. I don't even know. Well... I'd have to look it up. That's cool. But, yeah. But um, a boat, like, going down the like street? Like, to, to watch to watch the boat, um, the fireworks, the private oh, fireworks. Oh, okay. I was like, you're going to be on a boat in yeah. the parade? Down got, the uh, yeah, street? Yeah, I got invited to on a boat. So wow. I, I may take them up on that. Why That's not? great. Might yeah. as well get on a boat, girl. Hello? Hello? Right. So, yeah, I can't decide. But be I just want to... Be safe. Be safe out there. There's Keep your eyes and ears open because mm-hmm. there's a lot of crazy people out there. Mm-hmm. Not to say, not to instill fear, but, you know, we have to take care of each other. Right. right? And everyone's going to be drunk and loopy and dancing and mm-hmm. happy and... 
you know, yeah. roping each other, uh, right? <laughs> Consent. Consensually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, just be safe out there. Have a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have the means to, donate to places like the Trevor Project right. or the Ali Fournay Center right. or your local pride mm-hmm. institution. Or if you don't have the funds and you have a free Saturday, ask if you can volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, give back. I love that. Give back. And James Beard, wherever you are, um, thank you so much for what you gave us in the culinary world. Thank you for all your cookbooks. Thank you for being friends with Julie Child. She really changed the world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lift you up wherever you are. And I think with that, we're going to say happy pride. Happy pride. And thanks for listening to In Your Mouth.